listening to Grace and People, a podcast about the people of Grace and Peace Austin. I'm Nate Oinonen, and today we have Britton Farrell interviewing Nick Meyer. Britton is originally from Alabama, and he moved to Austin in 2016. He's married to Caitlin, and they have two sons, Jude and Quinn. You can find him daydreaming about pizza and burgers and reliving his high school soccer days, as well as playing disc golf. Nick Meyer is originally from Austin and he's been back since 2016 by way of Nashville, where he lived for four years. He's married to Molly and they have a four-year-old daughter, Mackenzie, and twins who are one-year-old twins, Parker and Nora. Let's listen in to their conversation. Hello, this is Britton Farrell. It's May 3rd, 2021. And I'm sitting here at my kitchen table with Nick Meyer. Nick, how's it going, buddy? Hey, great, great. How about you? Doing good. I'm excited about uh, chatting a yeah. little bit and you know letting people at Grace and Peace get to know us a little better. Yep. Um, should we jump in? Let's jump in. All right. Um, <clears throat> so, Nick, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of like what led you here to Austin yep. tonight? For sure. So, I, I grew up in Austin, uh, South kind of South Austin and went to Austin High. Um, and then after college, went to live in Nashville for a few years and eventually made my way back. So kind of back to the roots. My, my parents still live here. have a brother that lives here. Um, and then my wife, Molly, we've been married for seven years, close to seven years now. Uh, she has family here or, or either here in Austin. Her sister lives here and then parents live in Dallas brother lives in Houston so um, a lot of Texas yeah a lot of Texas so kind of like grew up here and then made our way back once we uh kind of started having a family of our own to get back closer to other family grandparents and aunts and uncles cool. brothers so you got that. you have some kids is that right I got three of them <laughs> yeah uh we have a four-year-old Mackenzie and we have twins Parker and Nora and they turned one about a month ago cool yeah um, yeah, and it's, I mean, it's been great. We can get into it a little bit later, but yep. just living a couple of houses down from y'all. Yep. Kids the same ages. Oh man. It's been best. great. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, so like a little bit about me and then obviously like you, you want to speak on a little bit, kind of your journey to Austin. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. A little bit different. Um, I was born and grew up in Alabama, yep. Birmingham, uh, went to university of Alabama for, for college, roll tide, Ooh, um, yeah. met Caitlin there sophomore year um we ended up getting married in 2011 so we'll be 10 years married this summer which is kind of crazy it yeah. makes me i don't <laughs> feel old but thinking about being married 10 years kind of makes me like it sounds like i might be old but i'm not <laughs> um at least that's what i'm telling myself You're definitely not um but yeah we we lived in atlanta together for three years after we got married and then we moved to chicago for two i got my mba there um Loved Chicago and then got a job at Apple, which took us to Austin. We've been here since 2016 and it's been, it's been fun. Every move has been cool to kind of build new community. Yeah. And we still have connections where we've been, which is, which has been awesome. Yeah. And we have two kids. Jude is four and Quinn is two. And both those guys we adopted from South Korea. Yeah. Um, so that's, uh, that's my story and how yeah. we ended up here in Austin. No, and I think um, like one of the fun things to talk about tonight, it, it'll probably take up the bulk of it, is how we are neighbors. We initially met through Grace and Peace. 
Um, but like, you know, speaking of Jude and Quinn and bringing them um, from South Korea and like everything that went into it beforehand. And then, you know, once they were here and being able to be across the street from each other, I think like this neighborly, um, the neighborly aspect, living across the street from each other, of course, like mm -hmm. having the same church that we go to, same parish group, of course, and then also just like same kid, like kids the same age. Um, there's been some really cool stuff that's happened, um, like moments, but then also, you know, relationship wise and friendship wise. For sure. Uh, and it is unique. And it's a, so yeah, I think like to me, that's sort of a fun thing to talk about kind of a like interesting a lot of interesting stuff to to share yeah we I mean we've been neighbors now for i think almost four years yeah um so let's start Which, yeah what's let's, the should, where should we, we start? start with the the story of how how you guys came to came to the neighborhood well let's go back a little bit before that i met you yeah um we haven't really rehearsed this so i, I hope i get the details right um we after I, after me and Caitlin joined Grace and Peace, we yeah. joined the Northwest or North <clears throat> Parish group. And there was a men's night, like I think once a month, the men would get together and like meet at a local like bar and grill. Um, so we were meeting somewhere. And I think me and you, mm -hmm. there was only like one other person besides me and you. So I met you. Uh, we got to chatting. Like I think Molly it was, was, in the, it was in the parking lot, right? We like both pulled up at the same time and yeah. shook hands and kind of got to know each other there and then walked in same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Molly was pregnant. I think at so. At the time. Yes. Um, we right. were, we were going through the adoption process, but it was cool because we had a lot of stuff in common. Like we had recently gotten our MBAs. We had traveled to some of the same places and it was just cool to like join a church and immediately find someone that you could connect with. Right. Um, and so I remember like staying for a couple hours and going home and telling Caitlin like, Hey, I just met this really cool guy. Like, yeah, they don't, they live kind of close to us. Like, yeah, hopefully, like we can become friends. That's totally. what I remember. No. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think like, well, well, we also talked about some of the things like, as you often do when you meet somebody, you kind of like try and find some common connections, things in common, just in general. And we both established like, yeah, we both just finished up our MBAs. We both just finished that. And then we also, um, we both just traveled to Southeast Asia, right? Um, so I like, kicked it off with some some fun fun things to talk about, fun things in common. Um, and yeah, I feel like we sort of built on that. You guys hadn't moved into the neighborhood yet, so we weren't seeing each other a ton. But yeah, we were know. at a we were at an apartment, um, like. Gracie Farms yeah. area, like off Parmer. Right. And, but we were starting to look for houses. So I'll jump into the next part of the story. Yeah. Um, it was, was Harvey, Harvey was the, uh, the hurricane that hit Houston, right? And then it kind of came up right. um, to Austin, a bunch of rain. There was one right. Saturday where it just rained all day. Yep. And me and Caitlin had been looking at houses for a while. We found a house, we put an offer on the day it like, hit the market. And that night, y'all invited us over to your house for dinner. Right. I think the power was out. Well, I think we we're going to make pizzas. Or maybe we we're going to make pizza. Well, we were, and then the power went out. Okay. So what <laughs> so did we do? We just went and like got pizza got and had pizza. it delivered. Okay. 
so yeah, power out. Like we would pick up pizza. Um, I think there was a big like fight that night too, or something. That's right. We were the Floyd Mayweather, um, Conor McGregor. Okay. So yeah, it's all it's all coming back to me now. Yeah. But we had just bought the house or, or got our offer accepted, and it was literally like you could see the house from y'all's house, but it was a different street. It was called Bridalwood, and you live on Council Bluff. Um, and so we're like, hey, we bought a house today. And you're like, oh, where? And we're like, Bridalwood Drive. And it didn't didn't register to me, even though the Bridalwood's perpendicular to. Council Bluff, as Britton just described. So yeah, like, we were hoping where, for this. Where big, is that? We were hoping for this like big reaction. Of, like, yeah. Are you serious? And we just got like blank stares, and we were like, "Well, if you look out the window, right there, like you can actually see the house yeah. that we bought." And then, you know, to see like the reaction, like it was really cool, yeah. and it was also cool to like start. And we've kind of we've had some other friends move into the neighborhood since then. Like we intentionally were looking for a place near y'all because I think we knew the potential of yeah. like growing closer together and like even like investing in our neighborhood together and like meeting neighbors and and hopefully like just establishing good relationships with them, maybe even like leading people to Christ. That's sure. kind of like what we have always hoped for, for like where we live. So that was just a special time to like find a house that made sense. Yeah. That like crazy Austin yeah. real estate market oh, yeah. yeah um yeah so that that's when it started i guess right <clears throat> yeah actually you know what i was thinking about this because we kind of you know sort of talked about what we we're going to talk about before we started talking <laughs> but uh i was thinking about like sort of a goofy memory but uh to me it stood out was when we like impromptu went to your apartment we just called you guys up and we we're like hey what's going on what are y'all doing and you're, you're like, well, we just made some uh, taco soup. Like, just come over and have dinner if you don't have plans. <laughs> so I remember going to your apartment, eating taco soup. And it was like, you know, super normal, nothing, yeah. no, nothing, nothing, nothing uh, extraordinary in terms of like the night itself. Soup was really good. But like, it was just like, yeah, this is this sort of like, this is starting to cement of like, yeah, you know, friendship. You can just call somebody up and... Uh, no, no predetermined plans and just uh, swing by and eat some taco soup. I think that's like a good, like if, if we were to say like, what's it like to be neighbors? I think that's what I would say. Yeah. You know, like just to like pop over, <clears throat> right. You know, I'm a big Seinfeld fan. You know how Kramer just like pops in sure. to Jerry's oh, yeah. apartment. Like, yeah, I feel like we do stuff like that all the time. Molly's and, like, been telling me to tell you to stop doing that actually. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just okay. kidding. <laughs> um, or just like, you know, going for a walk in the neighborhood, like mm -hmm. we doing it at the same time, like running into each other. So it kind of made me think like something cool for us to talk about is like, what are some of our like favorite memories or right. things that we've been able to do because we're neighbors? Right. Um, so is there anything that like sticks out to you that is like one of the favorite memories, like since we kind of moved in a couple houses down? Yeah. Um I would say like for me, you know, I'm, well, I guess you as well, even though you're working at home the last year from home, but, uh, you know, I'm gone during the day. So, um, it, I know Molly really values and loves, um, being able to see Caitlin and Jude and Quinn almost every day and 
being able to play with them and um, just having that company for her and Caitlin, but then also for McKinsey, you know, sort of kind of Parker and Nora, but with Quinn and Jude as well. Um, but then like, so, you know, I come home and um, so I get, I get a little bit of that on the weekends, I, you know, sometimes at night and the evenings, but uh, I just like, for me, um, I really value the ability to just like you were saying, sort of like the Kramer-esque, not really, but like being able to just pop in via text, like, hey, what's going on? You know, and really, especially if there's there's something that you really want to talk about, um, you know, there's been an instance um, with me where it's like something I was going through that was kind of tough with some work stuff. And so um, I was able to shoot Britain a text and ask if he could come over, asked if he could come over and, and talk with me. Um, so, you know, that to me and having you be able to come over and a somebody that I trust and somebody that I know is going to listen and, you know, provide good feedback as well. But that's also just right there, willing and able to come over um, and be there in person. Um, that, that, that was meaningful to me, uh, helpful. And I think it's unique to being neighbors across the street. Um, yeah, no, I, I feel the same way. Um, you know, like even some of my friends that I would still consider close friends, but maybe they live back in Alabama, maybe they're in Chicago. Right. It's, it's tough to like, to make time for like phone calls and stuff like that. But like with us, it's, it's a little bit easier. You know, our kids are into the same, some of the same activities, like they're close to the same age. We live real close to each other. So I think having that proximity, it makes it a lot easier for us to to have those like really good conversations. Right. And, you know, similar to what Nick was saying, similar to what you were saying. Yeah. Um, you know, I've gone through one thing that's been tough is like the adoption process. Like sure. with both with Jude and Quinn, the process took over two years. Mm-hmm. And there were lots of ups and downs, especially with Quinn more recently with COVID. There were times when we didn't know we were gonna be able to travel to Korea, like yeah. are we gonna to have to wait? Are they gonna like lock out all visitors? And just having another like family we could talk to in person, I think just it makes a big difference, you know. Like um I've gone through battled a little bit of anxiety related to certain things and being able yeah. to like walk over across the street and chat with you about it. There's just kind of no replacement, I think, for that face to face yeah interaction and being close together, I think, has allowed us to yeah to do that yeah um even in this like crazy busy yeah life that like all of us lead and actually when you think about the weird last year we went through and not seeing many people that was huge <laughs> like yep. you're we weren't getting out much we weren't seeing the people many other people that you're used to seeing on a semi-frequent basis and so to have neighbors that Um, especially at first it's like, Hey, we're just going to see him outside, which is totally fine normally anyway, because the kids are playing outside most of the time anyway. Um, that was huge, you know? And so just that the accessibility, the impromptu, not even, you know, not planned hangouts, um, kind of add up. And you were actually saying before, a lot of times it's like the little moments that you, 
you may not even think about and you, you kind of reference them as little moments, but maybe they're actually bigger than you, you realize in hindsight. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a lot of those, a little moment. I mean, that I mentioned to you before, um, you know, when we got back the day we got back from Korea with Quinn after like 24 hours of travel, yeah, we hadn't slept much if at all right. for 24 hours, like kind of on edge. And we got back in the middle of the afternoon um, and we saw Molly and the kids like, like on a walk. Um, and so they obviously like walked over <laughs> to our house yeah. when we got back and I literally just started crying because one, I was so happy to be <laughs> back at our house. Um, but two, just to like see a friendly face and to see someone who's been praying for you right. for so long, like I could honestly like get a little bit emotional right now just because yeah. it's like you couldn't ask for anything better in a friend and to have friends who are so close, who are there for those like moments when, you know, it's impossible for other people to be there. It's pretty cool, you know? And like you brought up our kids yeah. being together, like yeah. just the other day. Jude was who's four he was starting to ask questions about heaven yeah and he was actually like really sad because I think he was just realizing that there will be a time when he's like not here on earth and even though we told him like heaven is a really great place he was still just like obviously like kind of sad about it yeah um, but then he asked us if Mackenzie was going to be in heaven his like you know your daughter and uh we said yes. And then like from that point on, he was actually like more upbeat about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, just stuff like that, that, you know, you can't replace, like you couldn't even ask for anything like better than that. Yeah. So. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. I think there, there's a lot to be said about um, like when your, your kids have relationships and friendships even you know they're both four so they're still quite young but like they have these relationships and friendships that there's a closeness there's a comfort there's like a like a, a love as they as they say it you know like when they talk about people they love they each will say how much they love each other right yep. they're like at the top of the list for for each each of each other so like yeah, I think that, you know, as parents that that's so meaningful to have them have that with each other. Um, on top of just like, you know, the fun aspect and running around and playing outside and seeing each other super frequently. Yep. Sometimes multiple times a day. Yeah, totally, totally. Anything else, uh about being neighbors, about kind of, you know, going to Grace and Peace together, anything else that kind of sticks out? I think like, you know, sort of just from a, um, I guess like, I mean, less neighborly thing, but more friendship way, but we got to experience more it more as neighbors is it's been, it's, it's been cool Cool is probably not even the best word, but I'll just use it. Cool and um, cool to see, sort of like, and, and be cool to be able to walk with you guys. And in many ways, like with the adoption process, I mean, so much goes into it. It's a really 
Um, it's taxing in many ways, of course, and it's 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 long, and it's been also I would say like a privilege in many ways to to be able to be a part of that and and see it sort of like from the start of like we we decided to do this. And granted, I don't think we were part of that when you, I think you guys had already decided with Jude, but the second time around with Quinn, but still sort of to see the process, you know, and then see it come to fruition. And, you know, first you kind of get to know them from afar, you get to see pictures and like experience Mm -hmm. that joy and excitement. And then of course, like when they finally, um, you guys went to get them and, and bring them back to, to your home here has been really special and, and cool to see your family grow from you and Caitlin to Jude and then Quinn. And like I said, not just see that and experience it, um, experience like the, the build up and then have them here, but then also just like now that's your life here and to have, yeah. to be a part of that um, kind of in like an intimate daily way has been, um, I think for us, just like a, a real joy, you know, as neighbors and as just really great friends. Yeah. No, that's, and that's really like meaningful yeah. to hear you say like, and the feelings mutual too, because we talked about distance and how hard it is to keep in touch with folks. Like it really has the, the proximity has made it easier to like stay close and kind of <laughs> open up yep. to y'all. Yep. And you know, like, related but not not the same like you know y'all as you've grown your family like there have been ups and downs too right and so kind of just it seems like god has put us close together like he like he ordains everything but like you know intentionally so that we could like be there for each other so um yeah and it's it's cool to feel like in this world where like people are like moving a lot and like changing yeah. jobs. Like it's cool to have that, like we have that confidence that we're like in the right place. Right. Um, and I think that's in large part due to like friendship with y'all and yeah. like, you know, what we've been able to um, kind of create here yeah. in our little community. No doubt about it. Molly was saying how, um, <laughs> I mean, look, I, I definitely miss you guys when you're gone, but Molly, especially she was like, when the, when the ferals are gone, she's like, she feels it, you know, she's like, <laughs> she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my days when they're, when they're not here. Um, so like, anyway, it's kind of funny and obviously it's like a bit of an exaggeration, but it, it sort of like goes to speak to just like, man, it's just great to sort of like have, have y'all here and, um, have, you know, Caitlin and then also, um, during the days, Quinn and Jude to like play with and stuff. Cause it's like yeah. literally a day. It's almost like a daily ritual. <laughs> yep. That's true. Well, uh, well I I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this too. We have started to invent some neighborhood games. And before we close Nick, uh, I have, I think I like swept you this past weekend in our little like soccer ball game. <laughs> so uh, you might need to like get it together next weekend when we, and we face each other. I didn't think you were gonna call me out in front of all these people, man. I thought we were I thought we were friends. Yeah, sorry about <laughs> that, but I just gotta say it the way it is. And it just kind of it's fun to like find that inner oh yeah, like you college never, student too. Oh yeah, or just before that, it's like 
you know, elementary school boy. <laughs> you never lose it. It's a, it's a great thing. It's a great thing. For all the people out there, we invented a game where I stand on my driveway, he stands on his, and we, we throw this little soccer ball and score points by like landing it in certain spots. It's very elementary, but it's also very fun. <laughs> um, but Nick, it was great chatting, man. Yeah, this is great. Absolutely. Glad we had a chance to catch up and hopefully, um, you know, share a little bit about us individually, our families, but then also, you know, collectively as neighbors and, and great friends as well. Yep. Yeah, I re- really appreciate you, man. Yeah. Likewise, brother. All right. That was Britton Farrell and Nick Meyer. Thanks for listening in to this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. And please shoot us an email. Be an interviewer. Be interviewed. We'd love to have you. You can find us at graceandpeoplepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to have you. Thanks for listening in. This episode was produced and recorded and edited by myself and Joey Perez and Jeff Brown. Thanks for listening in. Hope to see you.